previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. All right, let's move on. Coke or Pepsi? Diet Mountain Dew. Okay. Okay. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Crunchy, but my wife likes smooth. So what do we have in the house? Smooth. Smooth. There we go. Now you could, you know, grow a pair and have bowls. Back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. New episode today. New beginnings. Well, right. New, new everything. Newbies. <laughs> but this We is have a, a lot of new things happening. New things happening today. Yeah. Now, not in the job department, no. but that's a whole other story. No, we have new Littles yes. to meet. And we have new co-hosts to meet. Yes. All right. So, Littles, please welcome to the podcast, Mark Epperson. Hey, Mark. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you. Cannot complain. Cannot complain? (laughs) Well, you could, but you won't (laughs) until you're done recording this. Then he's going to complain. So let's do a quick brief introduction because no, you've never been on the podcast before. We had a few others from the old days. Littles, I don't know if you remember, way back when we had some third wheels way back. Now we've got a new one, Mark. Now, Roxy and I have both worked with Mark. So Roxy, go back. When did you first start working with Mark? It was 42nd Street? It was uh, 42nd Street in 2011. Whoa. So I had just graduated college. Yeah. <laughs> How's that feel, um, Mark? <laughs> yeah, we did yeah, yeah. 42nd Street together up in the Finger Lakes. And Mark, I believe you were Pat Denning. That's correct. I played Pat Denning and I covered Julian Marsh. That's right. Excellent. Yep. yep. All right. Well, Mark, actually, take a second. Introduce yourself to the Littles out there because they have no idea who you are. So introduce yourself and then we're going to loop it in and tell everyone what you used to do and what you're doing now. Yeah. I was always a singer. And the through line of my storytelling life has been that I started singing when I failed a trumpet audition in college at Colorado (laughs) State University and uh, wandered down the hall and auditioned for a choir and got in. And I met some other guys. We formed a little acapella group and I began to perform. And it was a lot of fun. Took a bit of a hiatus in terms of professional life. After college, I did an internship at a church working primarily with youth, which was great fun. And they started asking good questions, and I love questions. And that led me to go to seminary at uh, Fuller Theological Seminary and uh, found some better answers to questions, which was a lot of fun. And that led to becoming an ordained Presbyterian minister, which I did for nearly 15 years, although schooling was a part of that 15. I didn't pastor for 15 years in the ordained capacity. And all the way through that, I was singing with my acapella group in some bars in Denver on Friday and Saturday nights, getting up on Sunday to uh, teach Sunday school and work primarily with college students at that point. And it's too extreme to call it a midlife crisis, but (laughs) began to want to never regret that I didn't try singing on on a larger stage. And that led to moving to New York and giving it a go. But I'm still a storyteller. And the through line has been vocal performance, I guess. That's amazing. That's so cool. Because I was was telling Mark earlier off air how a big theme for a lot of our listeners, we've had quite a few Meet the Littles guests who are ministers, pastors, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So you were one of the first people I thought of, and I'm glad you like to ask questions because we're going to have you back for our last segment All right. to do our Friday Five. Yep. So this will be exciting. <laughs> so, But first, as we always do, Mark, we're going to get through some of our emails, and then, then we're going to meet the Littles, who's also right. a brand new listener, which is yeah. so great. Mm-hmm. We love that when that mm-hmm. happens. So we're going to start here, though. We heard from Tim Cree. Now, I'm going to try to do this. Roxy, I did some homework. Okay. Okay. What, what? I'm going to try to do, this is how you're going to tell if Chuck was lazy before we recorded, okay? <laughs> 
but I did this today. Tim Cree, episode 107. If you'd like to meet Tim Cree, go to episode 107. Look you can at hear that. his. Yeah, see that? He writes in and says, Heard the last show. Tell Roxy, my daughter also doesn't always like melted cheese on stuff. And advice for you if you drop a knife, don't try to catch it. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> then we heard from Ed Butt, episode 51. If you want to meet Ed Butt, go to episode 51. That's going to get old quick, I think, for Sully, for sure. And he writes in, says, Chuck and Roxy, emptying the dishwasher. So I checked. Coffee mugs up. Wine glasses definitely up. Rims get chipped. Ditto China mugs. Interesting. Beer and milk glasses alternated for space on the rock glasses stacked. Okay. okay if we ever house it for you, Ed... You need to give us We're a, not doing like the dishes. A, that's for sure. Like an answer key or a map of all of that. Right. Because now that this, is very specific. This will be fun, actually. So, Ep, in your cupboard, glasses up or down? Uh, most things are up. Oh, okay. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do here. We're going to go through this. We're going to meet. Am I the weird one? I don't know. Well, ours are all down. <laughs> They're all down. <laughs> They're all down. Am I the weird one? Not necessarily. I know a lot of people that do that. Okay. Okay. Huh. All right. No, interesting. No, no, no. I understand the alternating depending if they're an interesting shape. Mm-hmm. I could see that being helpful for space, but. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Or maybe you have too many glasses if you're having to alternate we shapes. We definitely because, I mean, have too you know, freaking Maybe many put glasses. some in storage or something or give them to the poor. My gosh. Yeah. We, okay. We have Should all, we go there? We no, we've all, already done that on the, I'm sure we've done that on another glasses. episode. We have a lot of glasses. <laughs> We have them in boxes in the We started closet. out, I was proud of myself. I displayed every glass that we owned when we first moved into the apartment. And then Chuck here But then we had no like, shelf space um, for food. So where I was are we like, going to put everything else? So then we, we put some in boxes and still had like half out. And then eventually, like maybe a year later, he was like, this is still ridiculous. Well, because by then we were in the pandemic. And I'm yeah. like, look, we're definitely not hosting we're here not anytime soon. We're not entertaining, yeah. And literally we had eight of every kind of glass. Yeah. Every kind. Yeah. Little ones, mediums, eight. big ones. Uh-huh. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Wine glasses. Yep. I'm like, look. Red and white. Yep. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started there. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a di- Did you know there's a difference between red and white wine glasses? Well, yeah. I oh, okay. Mean, Let's you. move on. Let's move on. All right. I feel like, isn't that, everyone knows that. <laughs> well, Chuck here didn't for a long anyway, time. <laughs> look, look at the time. We have to move on. Then we heard That from... was one of the first things that we taught us at seminary, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What? You got to know your wine and your... <laughs> containers for it <laughs> yes <laughs> right then we heard from sully from boston and uh, for those of you who want to know episode 24 okay episode 24 no i think that's very helpful it is this way if they've been on the podcast mm-hmm. we'll if tell someone them which finds episode. their email that we're reading to be funny they can go listen to yeah but more. we're talking about sully here so I that's know. not gonna happen no anyway he wrote in and he actually tweeted something out and he just said luke skywalker has spoken so this is mark hamill he tweeted out he said i'm convinced G-I-F is pronounced with a hard G, as in gift, because if you say it with a soft G, as in gentle, you're talking about peanut butter. And they wrote hashtag case closed. Now, Mark, this will be fun. How do you say G-I-F? You know, I've been the camp that kind of switches back and forth uh, because I don't really know. Yeah, Uh, I don't I guess I I generally use the hard G. So, gif. Gif. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, apparently, though, some people have said that the person who invented the GIF, as I said, said it's pronounced with a J, GIF, or like, like a, like a li- light G, yeah. right. So Soft I don't G. know. I don't know. I, we don't need to go back into that. We did a couple episodes on that. I but well, and who, who was that person? Well, that was Mark Hamill who tweeted that <laughs> out. That was Luke Skywalker. Himself. So, himself. Mm-hmm. But Sully retweeted it. So. Yeah. Or he wanted us to see it or yes. something like that. Anyway. <laughs> 
it all comes back down to Mark. Let's just get this out of the way. Do you smooth or crunchy peanut butter for you? You know, I switch back and forth on that too. I Holy crap. I like uh, right now. I'm going through creamy peanut butter, but I definitely do enjoy crunchy when I'm putting it on apples. It just adds even more crunch. Okay. Like, like, you know. All right. See, that makes so, sense. So you're a I'm similar. You're I, adaptable. Well. I found this out later in life, crunchy all the way. I was always a pro crunchy. However, I did start, we started getting into it with the listeners and stuff, and I finally figured out that there are a few things that I can't fathom putting crunchy peanut butter on mm-hmm. now after the fact. But for the most part, like for definitely for peanut butter and jelly, stuff like that, it's always crunchy. You opt for uh-huh. Now, Roxy here, smooth all smooth the way. Smooth all the way. So sure. we have a p- jar of each. I don't think I've <laughs> ever in my life tried crunchy peanut butter. Oh, stop it. That's wow. just that's just so wrong. I'm pretty positive. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Roxy, we have a new segment. Ooh. Ready? Ready. Okay. What now, Roop? 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 We heard from Roop. Yeah. Okay. And if for anyone who wants to listen, episode 48, Roop had some corrections for us. The first syllable of the Performing Arts Center in Cincinnati as we call it, Cincinnati, is pronounced air, not R. So it's Aronorf. Aronorf, not Arnoff. Aronoff. Now, what I want to say is, Kay. well, then they should spell it with an I. With an A-I? Before the like R. Like air? Right, like Aronoff. A-I-R-N-O-F. Not spell it A-R-N. So what they should do is they should have it spelled the way it is and then underneath put it phonetically. Or in parentheses. Just put an I in there. So we'll know it's Aronorf. <laughs> my apologies, Aronoff. Rup. My apologies to the <laughs> loved city of... Cincinnati, and we love that place. We talk very highly of that theater. Mm-hmm. All right, then he continues. Well, actually, this was a completely different email. Oh. He sent numerous emails. At what time? I, I don't Just <laughs> random times. <laughs> the term for when a team gets sent to a lower league, for instance, in European soccer, like we know what the hell we're talking about there, but I know what he's saying, mm-hmm. is relegation, not regulation, which is what I said. So my apologies, relegation. Mm-hmm. Did I win that That's now? That's tricky. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then we had a bunch of emails on this, but we're going to go with this one. From Don Hammock, episode 68, if you're interested, he writes, there's a regional mini chain around here that prides itself on the um, interesting hamburgers it makes. I had a peanut butter hamburger there, and they gave you the choice of smooth or crunchy. I'm usually a crunchy person, but I opted for smooth on a burger. Crunchy seemed like the wrong texture choice. My review, I love hamburgers. I love peanut butter. They didn't work together for me. Yeah, I can imagine that. Right. That's how I think I would feel. Uh But he wrote, P.S., I also tried their mac and cheese burger. I've seen a version of that where they press slash bake the mac and cheese into the patties to make the bread. But this version was just a scoop of mac and cheese on a burger. The mac and cheese was good. The burger was good. But together, it was just too much. I wasn't expecting an episode of Man versus Food to break out on my plate, but it did. I finished it all, but I didn't feel good afterwards. <laughs> oh, no. Now, I brought this up on the last episode because the restaurant here, Harlem Public, that we went to, they had peanut butter burgers, which I think it was cheeseburger with peanut butter on it, something like that. I don't know. sounded disgusting. None of us got it. Now, Ep, have you ever had something like this? Well, no, and I just need to make sure I understand. Are you saying that it's, it's a burger made of peanut butter? Like they fry the peanut butter? And no, that's no, patty? no. I think it's just like a topping. Like instead of mayonnaise, they slap peanut butter on there. Like oh, a so condiment. Peanut butter is a condiment. Right. Oh, well, I mean, that's fine. You haven't said anything about bacon, and that concerns me. It seems <laughs> like whatever you're putting on this thing, it needs to include bacon. And if it doesn't, well, then it... It's not real. Now, Ep. I knew there was a reason why we had you on this episode, because today is August 20th. It's National Bacon Lovers Day. I forgot to mention that at the top of the podcast. 
Yes, ah. absolutely. So happy bacon. National right Bacon I'm Lovers Day! I'm surprised you didn't go there the first. I I meant to, and I completely. I was thank so excited. You. I was thank so excited you. we had you on the podcast. I completely <laughs> forgot. So thank you Woo. for reminding me. It's also National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. Oh. I didn't know that was a thing. Chocolate pecan pie. I know pecan pie. I never knew yeah. it was but a chocolate. Yeah, it's not as important as Bacon Day. No, <laughs> not as important as Bacon I agree. Day. All right. So w- yay or nay on yeah. the peanut butter? You've never tried mm-hmm. it. I have never tried it, but if there's bacon on it, I'll try it. Absolutely. Now, there might be bacon on that one. I don't know, but I'm sure you could put it on if you want. I don't think I would try it. (laughs) I don't think I would. Well, here's the thing. I would maybe try it here. This is how cheap Chuck is. I mean, I would no because that burger at Harlem Public was like eighteen dollars and change. Sure, and if you don't like it, and I don't even think that came with fries. So hello. Oh. Right. So yeah. I mean, I, exactly. If you don't like it, it's not their fault. If you're just trying something new, they're not yeah. going to let you take it back. Right. So I mean, yeah, I would definitely want to try it here before I would try it somewhere. Although they probably know what they're doing, and they probably put other stuff on it yeah. to make it taste good. Now I would try the mac mm. and cheese on the hamburger because really? we've had burgers with a side of mac and cheese before. With the vegetable, we eat that a lot. Yes. I would actually try putting it on the burger, too. I feel like that would be messy and it would fall off easily. Right, yeah. But Probably I would can't try have it. too much. I would try it. Yeah, I'd try that one, too. And once again, with, with bacon. bacon. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually might be good. And you know what you could do, I Roxy, would. is you could cut a little hole in the center of the burger of the patty. Uh, maybe not. I, was I could say, try and it. And then put the mac and cheese inside the burger. A little <laughs> dollop of mac and cheese. Well, that's what, they, that's what they were saying about, be, I, I don't know if they do it before. Yeah, I'm assuming you make the mac and cheese, then put it in the patty and mix oh, it in. Oh, putting it in. Uh, I don't know how. I don't works. listen. Uh, first of all, I don't think we should be talking about dollops of mac and cheese. <laughs> mac and cheese <laughs> needs to be consumed in mass. It should not be <laughs> absolutely no, a dollop. No paltry amounts. No dollops, Roxy. <laughs> this is we're talking about scoops and ladles that get put on top. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. We use a ladle for our pasta. That's yeah. funny. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you two. Well, we got to get out of here. A brand new Meet the Littles guest, a newbie to the Loyal Littles podcast. Yeah. So we're very excited about that. Mark, you can stick around, right? Uh, yes, I can. Okay, because we got some great Friday Five questions from a birthday boy. Yes. Well, his birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. But we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, Littles. This is Bonnie Burko from the PTI Show, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. being played in this episode by a good friend of the podcast jason fuse and this song is called far too long now if you like what you hear you can find all his stuff all over the place Bandcamp, spotify itunes just search jason fuse that's j-a-s-o-n-f-u-s-e you can also find him on twitter at judo fuse that's at j-u-d-o-f-u-s-e and as always we'll play the full song far too long at the end of the podcast Oh, your bright white time 
right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, another fun one to, from South, from the South. Yeah. Now, is it really the South? We're going to get into that. Please welcome to the podcast, Wes Blackburn. Hey, Wes, how's it going? Great, guys. How are you doing? We're Good. great. Now, it is Wes, right? You prefer that? That is to Wes Wesley. Hey, you. I've been called much worse. Sybil. Life, I so. can call you just Sybil. Okay, great. Good to know. Well, Wes, we know you're new to the podcast, which is okay. Yep. So, Littles, be gentle here. But <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> but you were a host of Summer of Littles, so this is you're stepping up in the world. So, we wanted to bring you on to the podcast. Why don't you take a quick second, introduce yourself to all the loyal Littles out there. Sure. My name is Wes Blackburn, and I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and went to school in Cincinnati, and worked for a while in Chicago area, and now I am in Tallahassee, Florida. I am a I'm pastor of a church called Crossbridge Christian Church. So if ever God forbid something happened to the good Reverend Mark Schaefer, you know I'm I'm ready to be the clergy <laughs> component of uh, the Tony Kornheiser show if needed. But anyway, that's pretty much my story. I'm married, been married for about six years, and just living life here in Tallahassee, Florida. So okay, so lots. Believe it or not, you're going to laugh at this because I know you're new to the podcast, but. Lots to dissect there already. How many, we should have been keeping track, how many ministers, priests, clergymen, whatever, yeah. that have been coming on. We've had as quite a few. We've had so many. Really? You're, yeah, you're going to have to go back. This is, I just, my face kind of lit up when that happened. It also lit up for the Columbus, Ohio thing, because we know Columbus, Ohio very well. Yeah. Roxy has relatives out there. Yep. One of our, oh, no way. Yeah, one of our most recent Meet the Littles guests, Meredith Bootsy, is from up there, yep. outside of Columbus, but yep. she's from up there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Carla Colorado, I mean, they're all from that area. Yeah, that anytime Boston. I hear Carla get an email read, I'm like, man professor at the Ohio State University <laughs> at least I, at least I assume but, right uh, like, okay, yeah, now, represent. I, I have a bone all right you already touched a nerve how you go, do you feel about the fact that they say the but it's spelled like the I, you know I feel like growing up in Columbus it's such a it was like such a thing you know like it doesn't even register with me but you see you how grew- that could be problematic right <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's she hates it. It's like, my biggest pet peeve like in the think, world. <laughs> it's so crazy because I feel like, again, Columbus is so strange because anyone who dares say anything against the Buckeyes is like, I mean, they're like a conspiracy theorist. Right. So, like, you know, Get out. Grow, like growing up in our home, like Mark May was like the most hated commentator uh-huh. on ESPN because he, you know, dare to speak against the great and sainted Ohio State University. It's just so hilarious now when I go home and I hear my parents get really angry of like, you'll never believe, you know, what they said, you know, and it's like, well, what did they say? You know, it's like, well, they said the sidewalks here aren't very nice. They must hate Ohio State, you know, or something. It's like, let's get real here, kids. But anyway, right. yeah, you, you grow up with that. And then you have to genuflect every time you say Eddie George's name, you just mm-hmm. have to do that. It's just kind of how it is in Columbus, Ohio, yeah. at least where I came from growing up. So. All right. So now when did you leave Columbus again? Did you go to school up there? I went to college, a small Christian college in Cincinnati. So I moved about two hours south. Gotcha. We call it Cincinnati, but it's... Yeah, the Nasty Natty was what it was called when I lived there. So, So, okay. So this will be interesting. And then, so from there, did you get placed? Uh, Because we had this conversation with the other ministers. Forgive me for not knowing the exact terminology, reverend, ministers, priests. It it is okay. Okay. Because we talked to one, I think, who got placed and they get moved. Right. 
Is that what you like went through? Or how did you get down to Tallahassee? So I'm non-denominational. So I'm just a free agent, man. Uh-huh. You know, you never know what I'm going to do. So, <laughs> but anyway, so I went to school in Cincinnati and like they had a degree. You had to do an internship somewhere as part of your degree. So I got placed with this church in Northwest Indiana, which was right on the Chicago verb. It's basically halfway between Chicago and if you know where Gary, Indiana mm-hmm. is. So because I did like, you know, I'm like 20 and did like no research into this church whatsoever. So I'll never forget driving there like I'd already agreed to do this internship there and like driving there man if you want to talk about a flat desolate wasteland the drive (laughs) between Columbus and the very tippy top northwest corner of Indiana man if corn is your thing and windmills are your thing boy that's the drive but I just remember driving all the way up there being like wow I have made an enormous mistake with my life and then uh then we got there and it was right on the edge of civilization it's actually pretty nice so I was very happy with that but anyway I did an internship there and they offered me a job and I ended up taking a new job you know job opening came up here in Florida and so that's kind of how I ended up here we have like no family or anyone Mm -hmm. here like I'm the black sheep of the family because I live outside of the one hour radius around Columbus so I'm pretty wild and crazy (laughs) that way right but they must like to come visit in the winter right although you're pretty north so they do which that's always you probably we were talking before like you said you'd been to tallahassee so people are like oh florida that's awesome you know and like in the back of their mind they're always like oh yeah beaches and warm sunshine i'm like no those places are all like two hours away from here so like i think everyone has this vision that we live on a beachfront property or something right yeah 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 yeah, exactly which is certainly not the case around here it's more like lower alabama is basically what you should kind of think Uh of you know when you think of tallahassee so but we do get my dad like the first time they came here they came in August, which the whole month before they came, I was saying, please don't come. Like, you're going to hate it. It's literally, you're going to melt when you walk outside. Like, yeah. don't do it. And, of course, my dad could not be persuaded. And then he wanted to go to Destin to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And it was hot and the height of tourist season. And everyone hated it. At least I hated it, which is good enough for everyone in right. my book. And so, but anyway, they never made that mistake again. Now they they are strictly sometime in between like November and February yeah. is when they'll come. Yeah. And it's still what I said earlier was, is it the South? I mean, I know a lot of people that think Florida is its own thing. I feel like here it's the South. Right. I feel like we're kind of like the last bastion of the South right here. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true because you're so far North in Florida that I feel like Pensacola is another one of those where that's out on the yeah. handle a little bit. And yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. Yep. But yeah, Tallahassee, we were talking off air. I have to just say this real quick. And the listeners know what I, I did for my career and still do. Tallahassee, one of the worst places to play. <laughs> Only because, well, let me explain. Because it's one of those, what's the name? I think the name is different now, the Civic Center. Yeah, Tucker Civic Center. Okay, I so I, it was called something else when we were, it's, the, it's on the campus of Florida State University. So it's basically the basketball arena. And what they do is yep. they either, and most times we were there, it was during hockey season. So what they would do oh, is they, nice. would, they would just throw boards down on top of the ice and then they would cut off three quarters of the stadium. Yep. And so we, the quarter would be the audience and they would build a stage on the ice mm-hmm. 
for us to perform. And it was just, it's just hilarious. Because then, of course, the dressing rooms are at the other end. Of course they are. Of the stadium. <laughs> so you have to walk so the whole length sense. of the ice to get to your dressing room. So basically, once the show starts, you don't go to your dressing right. room or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Which sounds like an ideal scenario for showbiz. So. I guess. But I mean, you know, it just depends. If you have like a good chunk of time off in the show, you just want to go and relax in your dressing room. And you really, I mean, you could, I guess. It just, by the time you get there, you have to turn around and come back. But yeah. the point is, these venues that do this are probably the worst places to play because if, let's say we're doing Miss Saigon. We're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. Of course, the actors do it all the time. When we get to sound check, they're like, Miss Saigon, the rock concert. The acoustics are pretty bad, mm-hmm. depending, you know, if it depends on how full it gets. Right. But there's still three quarters of an empty stadium. Yeah. That you're, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. really weird. It's just really weird. Yeah, which is always a great feeling, I'm sure, as a performer. Right. Well, like, right. I mean, they do put curtains up empty. on the side, but yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's just really weird. I mean, because uh-huh. you're still selling. I mean, most Broadway shows, it's like 2,000. That's a good crowd because we do eight shows a week usually. But in a stadium, like you said, that big. I mean, even the college, you know, because Florida State's a pretty good school and they have a pretty big basketball hockey arena. Mm-hmm. So anyway. It's just really weird. But I will say this. The one thing we were talking about off air, I have to give credit where credit's due. One of the best post-show receptions in the country. They pull out all the stops, fully catered with all these different food stations. For like opening night or after? For opening night. Opening night. But they also, they always had a themed ice sculpture as part of one of the main things. That was the coolest thing. So when I was there on The King and I, they had the big elephant ice sculpture. Nice. When we were there on Miss Saigon, I kid you not, they had a full helicopter ice oh, sculpture. Wow. So wow. cool. So all these different shows. I mean, it depends on the show. Mm-hmm. I think they had a huge baseball for damn Yankees, yep. things like that. I love the use of all the ice and especially that's over an ice rink because when you think great ice hockey programs, you think Florida State University in Tallahassee, Florida. Now, you know, are like you that's... joking or is that true? I have no idea. Oh, okay, because we don't either. Okay. (laughs) Okay, for all I know, Florida State is the number one ranked 10-time champion of ice hockey. Right. I have no idea because we're we're not hockey people here. We try to get it on the podcast as much as possible to appease some of the listeners, but we have no idea. I mean, they could have a great program. We have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I do follow, obviously, the football program from time to time and stuff like that, but I don't know too much about the hockey program. But yeah, there's really not much else to do there, but... I will say the reception's top-notch, so good on them. It's good. It's good. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so real quick before we already have to take a quick break. Why don't we go into how did you become a little? How did that all happen? So good question. I've probably been a listener of the show, I don't know, six or seven years now, something like that, back before Tony went off the ESPN show. Mm -hmm. But I think I was – so I've always been like a PTI fan. Right. And I was listening to PTI one day and Tony mentioned the mic or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, I had, so had Richard so. Justice yeah. on my podcast today right. or, you know, whatever. And like it wasn't the first time I'd heard him say that. And you ever know one of those things where it's like this was right in the open the whole time and I just never yeah. uh, realized it, you know. Uh-huh. But I'd heard Tony talk about his podcast five times and then I finally was like, hey, Tony Kornheiser has a podcast. And so I decided to start listening to it. So and man, I've just been addicted ever since i I must admit i'm very sad that kevin no longer does the news right but i think i still remember the bit kevin was reporting on the news headlines and actually had no idea what was happening right he would ask you know like the most simple follow-up question and Mm -hmm. kevin would be like i I have no idea idea. you know or something like that so uh so i really enjoyed the high class professionalism of the show in that regard and uh 
But anyway, I just became addicted, and I heard my first winter weather forecast. So yeah. I'm getting a lot of Kevin Sheehan plugs here. This is really unfortunate. Anyway, but anyway, I just <laughs> oh, he'll I love, love it. The show. It brought me in with the sports and kept me for all the other hijinks and ridiculousness that uh, has happened over the years, especially the silver Honda updates back when that was a thing. Yes. Two or three years ago. I was all here for that, man, and hearing what was happening with this crummy Honda on Tony Street. So, yep. And we, we already told you off air that we, our Christmas gift to the Littles this year was we actually had Kevin on the Loyal Littles yep. podcast. So it's yep. right around. Yes. I think it dropped the Christmas Eve. I, I think, think it dropped. So. And so much fun. Such a nice guy. So you'll have to go check that out. Or listeners, if you haven't yet, go check that episode out. There might be a little winter weather forecast talk. Uh-huh. But yeah, so he explains the whole thing, why it didn't happen this year and all that kind of stuff. Yep. All right. Well, listen, we already have to take a quick break. You can't go anywhere because we have so much more to get into. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, it's Frank Lynch from Park City, and I am listening to the Loyal Little Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we are lucky enough to have Wes Blackburn with us today, and so many interesting things. Now, you said you moved around, so you started in Columbus, so this might be a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Where does your fandom lie? What's your favorite sport? What's your favorite teams? Things like that. Well, I'm a Bengals fan, so yeah. that's been really nice. Yeah. So this past year was really good for mm-hmm. like the first time in my life. It was <laughs> good to be a Bengals fan. Right. Buckeyes fan, Reds. I think the best memory of sports I have is when the Buckeyes won the, o, I think it was O2 National Championship when they beat Miami with Ken Dorsey and all those guys on there. Right. But second and very close behind was actually when LeBron led the Cavs to the championship in like, was that 2016 maybe yeah, or something? Like, something like, like I remember I have never really cared about professional basketball at all. But man, I was glued to my seat for that final series. Yeah. And when it happened, I was like, this is the greatest professional sporting achievement ever because it was literally LeBron and my yeah. high school intramural rec team, it felt like. So, uh, I mean, I guess Kyrie Irving was helpful and Kevin Love. So, anyway, that's really cool. I have not become a very big Florida State fan, so don't let the cow the bag too much on that. But I feel like if I donned any Florida State clothing, my father would, his soul would just implode, right. basically. <laughs> you know, it, w- it would be like that dad thing when... You touch the thermostat in your house. Yeah. It's like, who, who, turned, who turned down the thermostat? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. am I made of money? You know, or whatever it is. <laughs> It'd be that same kind of thing, I imagine. Right. Now, when you said LeBron, I thought you were going with Miami, but you're not. It was, do you weren't a fan? How long have you been out in Florida? I don't think we asked that. I moved here around Valentine's Day of 2017. Oh, okay. So, so pretty recent. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Sense. So within the past five years, which yeah. that's still weird, too, because I remember when I first moved here, I would see people wearing like LeBron jerseys mm-hmm. with the heat. And in Ohio and Chicago, if someone's doing that, you'd be like, man, what a front runner, you know, or right. whatever. Like, you'd be so <laughs> disdainful. And like, I still do that five years later. And I'm like, I do live in Florida now. So I guess it does, you know, geographically, that is acceptable sure. now. Right, but like, right. it's just kind of crazy how your sense of place doesn't yeah. really kick in until much later. So. Right. Well, Wes, we can't thank you enough for coming on and taking the time to meet the Littles here. Now, we have some fun, dumb questions for you. Now, we know you're a rookie at this, so we're going to be gentle. But we have, and we have some new ones, Roxy. You don't even know about that. We got some emails with some new ones. So why don't you start us off, though? All right. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete? Ooh, 
probably swimming because those were the ones growing up that I always felt like we were all in for, you know, like Michael Phelps and great American swimmers, Brian Lochte too. Great example there. Also classy dude. So definitely. All right. So I'm going to start with this one, the Brady Bunch or Partridge family. Brady Bunch. Okay. So you're not that old. This is what happened. So we got an emailer. I believe it was Dave Patton. I feel like he was trying to just say, hey, old man, let's update your list a little bit. Because we've had people say neither because they didn't really watch them because Uh they're younger. Right. So he wrote in and said, the Keatons or the Seavers. Now, do you know who those are? (laughs) I am somewhat aware. Okay. So family ties or growing pains, basically. Yep. I watched both. They were on like. CBS reruns uh-huh. when right. I was growing up, yeah. like in the morning. I think I was, pr- I'd probably be more of a Seavers family gotcha. uh, person than the Keatons. So, Same. gotcha. All right. So, this will be interesting, kind of going off this theme, I guess. I'm hoping I have the timeline right, but Boy Meets World or <laughs> Saved by the Bell? <laughs> Boy Meets World because I had a huge crush on Topanga um, for, you yeah. know, ah. yeah. uh, up until present day, pretty yeah. much even, probably. Right. Nice. You know, they have a podcast now. They're doing a rewatchables with Topanga, Sean, and Eric. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I heard that. And I think Minkus was on the other day. Yeah. Really fun. Well, why don't we just round <laughs> this out? Let's just get these all out okay. of the way. We okay. have one more. I Dream a Genie <laughs> or Bewitched? Probably, I don't know, Bewitched. I always really yeah. liked watching that show. When yeah. I was like sick at home, that was a solid sick day. You right. know, yep. watch four episodes of that. Or right whatever. after The Price is Right, Bewitched comes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right. Day. Yeah, man. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Okay. What is your favorite family tradition? I really love our Thanksgivings together, um, mostly because I love the food of Thanksgiving. is yeah. really great, and football surrounds the day, of course. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed our Thanksgiving stuff. You know, like it was a nice, easy day. Literally, all we did was eat yep. and uh, hung out with our family. It was just a real, real good time, especially as an adult getting to go home and do that. It's always a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. What's your favorite movie quote? Oh, goodness. I think it would probably have to be uh, 60% of the time it works every time or whatever they said in Anchorman uh, about the, was that like the Black Panther cologne or Sex Panther? Something like, it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, I'm a guy, so clearly the answer had to be some sort of Anchorman. Right. I mean, is there (laughs) any other acceptable answer? So Here we go. Roxy, have you ever seen Anchorman? I have not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. She's, I guess that's next on the list. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, did you saw Anchorman 2, Wes? I never saw the second one. I was wondering if it was any good. I don't remember. I think I might have seen it, but I don't remember it. So I don't even know if it's... All I remember the first one, well, not all, but was the flute thing. I remember oh. that. And there were some yeah, other good yep. things. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I might have been a little um, not in the right state of mind, I mm-hmm. guess, when I saw that. <laughs> I'll just say it that way. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So anyway. All right. Roxy, what is yours? Do you have a quote? So I don't, I was just thinking about this. I don't, I wouldn't say this is my favorite, but it's the first one that popped into my head. I love in Spaceballs when there's like the showdown between him and Helmet. Yeah. And Helmet says, I am your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. (laughs) Yeah. So what does that make us? Absolutely nothing, which is what you are about to become. (laughs) I don't know. I just always thought it was funny. I don't know. That's kind of hot that you've quoted a Mel Brooks film. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, Spaceballs was my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. All right. What's next, Roxy? Okay. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Hmm. I would love to go to Italy, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Nice. Would be up there. 
who doesn't love good food and wine yeah. and fancy leather goods? So exactly. that would be fun. <laughs> right. Actually, have a friend who lives in Portugal. So my wife and I have been talking about trying to go there at some point as well, which several of my wife's family members have since went and they all come back being like, if you want to know what heaven is like, it's Portugal. You know, like Portugal apparently is now like the Mecca of everything good in the world happens in Portugal, apparently, according to them. So, so, which almost makes me a little afraid to go because now I feel like they've talked it up so much. Yeah. Now, like I'm going to be stranded in like some 7-Eleven parking lot. Right. Like this is. (laughs) This is the worst country ever. Right, you know? right. Roxy, there's some place I've never been. I always thought that yeah. was like Santorini or something because uh-huh. Greece is pretty great too. I've yeah. been there a couple times. I don't know. Oh, we have friends at Honeymoon there and yeah. they loved Santorini. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Wow. All right. If someone made a movie of your life, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy, action film, science fiction, horror, or documentary, or the new one that we added recently? You're welcome, Claire. Mockumentary. There you go, Chuck. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I know. I guess it would probably be a drama. I would like to think it would be a comedy, but uh, <laughs> right. James Star, I'm probably just not funny enough for uh, or have enough funny events in my life to do that. Yeah. So uh, it could be a drama. You could easily probably turn it into a mockumentary, though, if you, right. if you wanted to. <laughs> uh huh. Nice. All right, a couple more, Roxy. What is the worst thing you did as a kid? So I was a pretty well-behaved kid. Uh-huh. So I was the kid. I'm sure parents love who would be like, you know, we'd go to like Cracker Barrel and they would forget to put our pancakes on the bill or something. But dad, you need to tell, uh, you need to tell the waitress (laughs) about that. So, so really, real fun guy. Um, (laughs) But I, growing up like Tiger Woods was like going through his rapid ascension into like peak of his powers. So I played a lot of golf in junior high and high school and much to my parents' chagrin, I often played golf inside of our home and I would swing a golf club inside Uh of my bedroom, which really great idea. So uh, one time I swung a golf club in my room and I took the light fixture out of my ceiling fan. (gasps) No one was home, I don't think. So I like cleaned up all the glass and I took the actual light fixture thing off of the ceiling fan and hid it under my bed. (laughs) And uh, that lasted until the first time my mom walked into my room and asked, what is up with this? I thought I'd done an excellent job. Ocean's Eleven. Kind of uh, heist here, you know. How long was that? How long did you get away with it? I can't remember exactly, but it couldn't have been more than 72 hours. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. If I committed the crime, they picked me up on the corner, you know, while I'm walking out. So, uh, yeah, I tried to suppress that, and uh, that did not go over very well for me. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. All right. And last one, and this one actually comes from one of the supporters, Roxy. What talent or skill do you wish you had? Oh, geez. I wish I was a better athlete. Like, I played basketball in high school, and, like, I was okay, but not very good. I was the guy who was in there for uh, rebounding defense, you know? That was mm. my specialty. But, uh, yeah, I wish I was a better athlete. I feel like it would have been a lot more. But you were a starter, right? Starter, like, six man off the bench when I played. Okay. All two years, I'm making it sound like I was you know, no, real, real great. Totally but, uh, get it. But now I have a follow-up. We have a follow-up question to that because this is another one of our questions. Would you rather be the best player on a team that always loses or the worst player on a team that always wins? Oh, gosh. I think I would have to select worst player on a winning team Uh because, you know, winning is always fun. It is. So so that would be good. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, Wes. 
can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. This has been a lot of fun. We really appreciate it. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you? Are you on Twitter and all that? I am marginally on Instagram and Facebook. It's just uh, WBlackburn0316. So oh, if you okay. look that up, that is uh, that's mine. And you can connect with our church at crossbridgechristian.com. If you want to listen to some mediocre spiritual insight, nice. then that is the destination for you. So Excellent. Um, well, we, we love mediocre on this podcast, yes. so this is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. good, good. <laughs> So we'll and we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes for you. We really appreciate it. Uh, and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? We are an over family all the way. My mother-in-law came to visit us a couple months ago. She set up our toilet paper under Whoa. in one of our bathrooms. And my wife that night said, what kind of sociopath raised me? So, um, <laughs> so which, which I said, I don't know. I've been trying to figure that out for a while. Honey. So, so, so um, she totally Chuck Todded it. That's what we call it. She Chuck Todded it. Oh, yeah, the yeah, paper. yeah. Yeah, no. So within minutes, that boy was changed over. Yeah, you right. You needn't, needn't worry. So uh, there are very few principles we stand on in this house, but over is definitely one of them. Yeah. And Wes, just for the record, we share something in common. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, I can say okay, what, that's good. But I can say it, actually. You can say it. My mother-in-law is the same way, so there you go. Okay. But I'm, okay, a, well. I'm a good son-in-law. If I know she's coming over, I'll switch it before she gets here. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. But just, just Well, for the record, we're newlyweds, so I, you know, I had to suck He's up. Still... I, need, I still need points. <laughs> I still need to stock away some points. So, uh, I just, well, I look forward to seeing you, Chuck, at the uh, support group meetings yeah, later right. on. Exactly. You know, time to get together. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Wes, thanks again so much. We really appreciate the time. Thank you for having me on, guys. It was a lot of fun. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Nick Milkey from Montgomery, Alabama, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Happy birthday, Bobby. All right. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Wes, for coming on to meet the Littles. It's now time, obviously, for the Friday Five. Roxy, what do we got? This is from the birthday boy, right? Yes. Bobby Godfrey. Happy uh, birthday. Well, his birthday was yesterday. I know. Happy uh, day after. Yes. Okay. So this. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, Bobby Godfrey, episode 12. Yeah. If you'd like to meet Bobby, episode uh-huh. 12. Sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead. All right. So it's his birthday. So these questions are all about him and all the things he loves. So number one, his favorite TV show was Futurama. If you were frozen for a thousand years, what technology would you hope to find when you woke up? All right. You're our guest. So would you like to go first? Sure. I mean, I'd I'd hate for you all to steal my ideas. No, no. Well, this is my (laughs) usually issue. Everyone steals mine all the time, but that's okay. You're our guest. It's your first timer. Next time I'm going first. After one time, you're no longer a guest. Okay. You're officially a third wheel. And you I just, got you. Yeah. But first of all, did you ever watch Futurama? <laughs> Were you a Futurama fan? You know, I don't think I've seen it. Really? Uh-oh. Yeah. Bobby's upset. Yeah. You're just lost points with Bobby. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, Bobby. I have to I, say, yeah. I started watching it when it first came out. 
And then I, for some reason, I just, after like half of a season or maybe after one season, I just kind of, maybe, Bobby, correct me if I'm wrong, was it canceled and then it came back or did it get moved to another network or something like that? I don't remember. But there was one funny moment when all I remember is Bender, the robot. I even know the names. I well, probably got it wrong. But no, I think that's his name, Bender. And this was very clever. I just thought it was very subtle and clever where something happened in the episode and he got scared. Like a monster came at him or something out of nowhere. And he just, all of a sudden, he just looks at this face. And all of a sudden, you see from behind him, a brick falls. Okay? Like he shit a brick. Uh, it was subtle, but it was very funny, I thought. <laughs> it was very clever. And I didn't so, know you meant behind him there. Yeah, it came out of his, like, well, it's a tin can kind of thing. So it didn't really, you didn't see it come out. You just saw it hit the ground behind him. So I thought, I don't even remember what episode that was. I don't remember what it was about. I'm sure Bobby will write in. But anyway, so Ep. What technology would you hope to find when you woke up in a thousand years? And if you see QLab, I'm going to smack you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> going off of your, <laughs> well, going off your future Rob favorite episode, I thought I'd sure hope there's a toilet around, and oh. that maybe there have been some advances, so it's a little more comfortable. But uh, like I, that's kind of technology that I'd sure love to wake up to in a thousand years. Right. Yeah, that or remote control. I, I know there are some that have remote controls. Oh, yeah. That's not in my uh, in your, price range right now. In your apartment. But um, <laughs> I have seen them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I've been to Japan. Trust me. Amazing. Thank goodness. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Any kind of adjective you want to use there, I mean, it's, it, like, it'll, change your, it'll change your life. But uh, the toilet was the first thing no, that came to mind. No, toilet's good. I could see like a nice reclining toilet. Just sit there for a while and hang out and just... Anyway, Roxy's Rox oh, got this yeah. look on her face like, can we just move on, please? Roxy, what do you got? You know, honestly, I don't know. I feel like some technology that would get rid of any of my pet peeves. So like okay. if I wake up and I'm walking down 8th Avenue, say, and there are some people that decide to just stop in the middle of everything. <laughs> this happened yesterday. That wouldn't happen in the future. So what, they just blow up? What, what? No, I don't know. Chuck, we've talked about there should be like an express lane. Oh, yeah. For There's, walking yeah. through mm -hmm. the there city. There should be a tourist lane and a locals lane. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That would All right, be, that I'm going would be huge good. here, guys. I don't understand. What, what, to me, <laughs> a thousand years? We better be flying. There better be flying cars. There better be, I want to be able to just put on a jet like instead of my backpack. Right. Instead of my backpack, I want a backpack that has jets in it. So that I, when I get outside, I just push that sucker on and I just float up in the air and just, come on, a thousand years? Got to have that technology. Well, then nice. we'll have the transporter by then. We right. won't need any of that yeah, flying there you go. stuff. Beam me up, Scotty. Just step into our little booth and end up somewhere else. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I'm surprised. I'm, here I'm going with like, <laughs> and you're going with sidewalk lines. <laughs> Like, we could do that but next I'm week, I'm with Roxy. you, Roxy. There is a lot of Manhattan drift out there. Yeah. Oh, my tourists gosh. Just sort of oh not God. really paying attention. One Hate time, it. I yeah. actually think the words move it or lose it came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roxy has her moments. Yeah. All right, number two, his favorite movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Roxy, have you ever seen Raiders of the Lost yes, Ark? Yes, I have. Okay, just a second. If you were an archaeologist, <laughs> what would be your dream find from history? Roxy, you go first. Okay, so I don't actually think I've ever said this out loud, but I always thought it would be really cool to be an archaeologist. Nerd alert. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's a future <laughs> for me there. I might have missed the boat on schooling and stuff, but I always thought it would be so cool to find fossils from a dinosaur or ruins of a previous sure. long-lost city. Basically, what archaeologists find now, like that would be incredible if I could be one of those people. Okay. So yeah, I I feel like it's kind of a minor dream of mine to be an archaeologist. Whoa. 
Okay. And I've never mm. said that out loud. Big news on the Loyal Littles <laughs> podcast. It's never too late, Roxy. I, I don't know. That's All right. True. So I'm going to go second because, Mark, I might need a hand because I'm going to sound like an idiot here, but that's the norm <laughs> here on the Loyal Littles podcast. But I'm going to go to the Ten Commandments in the movie. And mm. weren't the Ten Commandments like on this rock thing? Yeah, they were on some tablets. On tablets, right? I would love to find those. Is that possible, well, you, do we think? I mean, you're right in there with Raiders of Lost Ark because oh. that's what he was looking for. The Ark is where those tablets were supposedly placed. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then the Ark was placed in the temple. Mm-hmm. And no one has seen the Ark since. Maybe we so should do a rewatch. Well, I was going to say, it's been forever for me. I, it's been a long time. Yeah. So maybe we should. I That'd just never be thought a huge that... fine. There's yeah. no question. That would be a big fine. All right. So what do you got? Well, I was struck with the idea that if you could find evidence of a previous civilization, like a full-on civilization like ours that went extinct, because the strata is such that it we don't really get down very far, even in our archaeological digs. But if we did get down deep enough to find something that we had no idea was actually here on Earth, that'd be a big find. That's or true. Paradise Island, where Wonder Woman comes from, I'd be into that too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. But no one else can be there. You know, w- yeah. one or the other. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Number three, Roxy, what is it? Number three, his favorite band is Dave Matthews Band. He says, I believe Carter Beauford is one of the two greatest drummers to ever live with Neil Pert. Pert, right? Yes. I'm going to let him write in. I'm not okay, going to say with a thing. Neil okay. Pert being the other, <laughs> who do you believe is the most talented member of your favorite musical act? All right, do I go first? Yeah, sure. it's my turn. Okay, so mine, uh, I'm going to stick kind of, when I he said Neil Peart, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to. So first I did say it correctly. That one. So I'm going to go and be like, I thought drummer. So one of my favorite all-time drummers was Jimmy Cobb, who was Miles Davis' drummer. Uh, and it, uh, from wow. his, is it Out of the Blue? No, no, uh, Kind of Blue album, uh, Seven Steps to Heaven. If you ever want to hear a good Jimmy Cobb track, so that's mine. Is it Buford? Or is Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> If I'm being honest. Okay, great. I don't know. I thought when I first read it, I was going to say Buford. Yeah. I also feel like it's insulting being a drummer that I don't know. The B-E-A-U is like beautiful. So I figured he'll write it. That's what I would say. But you went, what did you say? Beaufort. Beaufort. We'll see. Bobby, tell us who's right. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I mean, Mark, do you know? I actually don't. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it. Okay. Roxy, what do you got? Oh, gosh. I mean, I guess the first band that comes to mind for me is the Beatles. Okay. And I, they were all so talented, but I'm going to go with Paul McCartney because he had that special extra little twinkle in his eye that <laughs> for years, Littles, I thought that I was going to marry Paul McCartney. I thought he was the cutest Beatle, and I thought... I'm like 40 years older than you. Well, but I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Still yeah. your thing, clearly. You married me, so clearly right. it's your thing. So, so I don't know. I'll go with Paul McCartney, but... Every single one of the Beatles was super, super talented. And yeah. Yeah. All right, (laughs) Mark, what do you got? Well, I've become fascinated with Jacob Collier, the uh, English musician, vocalist. He's kind of becoming known. I'm not sure how many people actually have heard of him. He's got already got five Grammys. Uh, He's 28, 29, something like that. He's incredible. And I found him during the pandemic kind of by accident. But I have just lost my mind with what he's doing in music theory, what he's doing with acapella arrangements. He does covers of things. He's got his own music. He plays just about anything with a string, but he's also grown up in the age of computer processing, and he's excellent with Logic Pro. Oh. So he can have thousands of tracks 
that right. he's recorded all the parts, and if he can hear it in his head, he can create it and uh, in a sonic way. And he's incredible. I'd say you will not be wasting your time if you take a minute to look up anything by Jacob Collier. Excellent. Um, he's going to be fun to watch over the rest of my yeah. life. I've never heard of him. I'm going to have to check him out. Definitely. All right. Number four, his favorite comedian is Mitch Hedberg. What is your favorite joke by your favorite stand-up comedian? Go ahead, Mark. You want to is first? this me first? You know, I'm not the best joke teller, so I love it when a comedian tells a joke that isn't dependent on your delivery but rather it's such a well-crafted joke oh. that even a guy like me can tell it and it's still kind of funny. And so this guy, Eric Leiden, used to be on the cruise ship that I performed on and he would talk about, they'd have comedians on the ship and I got to know him pretty well. He was a major wordsmith and he'd write all day and then try his material at night. And he talked about his wife coming to cruise with him when he was doing his gig. And he said, yeah, she's really smart. And in fact, she's got a master's in archaeology, to get back to our earlier topic. <laughs> she's got a master's in archaeology and the crowd would, ooh. He said, nah, not really. But she should because she's really good at digging up shit from the past. <laughs> <laughs> See, and, that was pretty good. Yeah. So you never know, Roxy. You want to be an archaeologist, you might have some material you could find. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want her digging up. I don't want her digging up anything. All right, Roxy, what's what's what do you got? Okay, well, we did happen to have a conversation with a comedian not too long ago, episode one hundred and four, Jared Freed. Yes, uh, I love his double polo. Oh, that's right. Okay, uh -huh. I kind of remember that. Uh huh. So, what episode is that again? Episode 104, Everyone 104. Wants to Be a Comedian with Or Jared you could Creed. just Google on YouTube and find his appearance on The Tonight Show. Yes. Which was exciting. Mm -hmm. He did it on that yeah. appearance on The Tonight mm -hmm. Show. So and also, of there. course, every time he live screams The Bachelor is yes. funny to me. That, so. Those are my favorite because I don't yeah. watch The Bachelor. Yeah. So, but I get caught up yep. because of him. Yep. So that's great. All right. Mine has to be... Look, I have so many, but grew up with Eddie Murphy, delirious. But I'm actually going to go with the George Carlin. I don't remember the exact joke exactly what it was and robin williams did another version of this mm. actually the one i'm thinking of george carlin did the difference between i think football and baseball which always made me laugh the yep. differences and robin williams did the one where they're all coked out of their minds what do you expect you know he's standing out there in the outfield he sees this long white line running all the way down the field all the way to home plate so <laughs> those were the a couple of my favorite anything i think sports related that rang true yeah you know i just always love that and i love you know honestly though i know i'm going all over the place with this but we just recently got to see Creed Bratton. Yeah. And he was pretty funny. And his, his you know, his go-to mark was no punchline. He'll tell a story. He'll just tell a story and you're expecting And you're this expecting this like end. Happen and he's like, end. and he just sits there and goes, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. No punchline. No punchline. <laughs> and it made us all laugh every time. And it didn't get old. He did it like four or five, six times during the evening. <laughs> that's funny. And it didn't get old. I was surprised because wow. I'm like, oh, this is going to get old. No. Right. It anyway. didn't. It was funny. All right. What's the last one, Roxy? <laughs> all right. Last question. Bobby's favorite sports team, the Washington Capitals. No, is that soccer? That's hockey. I'm hockey. kidding. I'm kidding. I was just oh my giving gosh. you a look I'm like, kidding. what are you doing, Good Chuck? Good for you. I was just kidding. That was for Bobby. Okay. <laughs> wow. Phew. If you could win one sports championship, what would it be? You want to go first, Roxy? Ooh, that's tricky. I mean, it would always, I, I don't know what sport necessarily, but it would be cool to win an Olympic medal in something like diving but i don't know how to swim swimming but i don't know how to swim well, uh well i think that's part of it like the, I don't know, that's why no particular sport no yeah. particular sport i guess 
What if we turned it into like a dance comp? Would you want to do like so you could think you could dance or I really one of those? No. No? No. Okay. I don't really have an interest in that See, I show. read this question. I know it said Washington Capitals. And yes, I did know that was a hockey team. But, <laughs> you know, so I was thinking pro sports. But when I was going thinking this through, it was like all my I'm very blessed. All my pro sports teams, because mm-hmm. I don't really do hockey, mm-hmm. have all won at least one. Yeah. So I'm very thankful. So I would actually turned it into I was trying to think of what's softball. What softball championship. team have you not won right. a championship? Right. Well, well, Mondays. Monday and Tuesdays. But my also, there's three divisions in the Broadway Show League, and one of my, lo- it was going to be hard, dreams, was to win a championship in each division. Yeah. So <laughs> right now I'm going to say that one, because yeah. that's the one I really want now to get my second chip in that league. <laughs> so mm-hmm. anyway. All right, Mark, what do you got? Well, I was a tennis player in high school and college. Nothing I wasn't like number one singles, but I did play mixed doubles. So I was on the team. I always thought it'd be fun to win Wimbledon. Sure. Get that big plate, meet the queen. <laughs> yeah. Do they get to meet the queen? They must. Is she always there? I think so. Probably. I think she is in some ways presiding over the thing. I'm, I'm sure you could work that, that out really if you won cool. Wimbledon, though. If it's just Kate Middleton, I'd be fine meeting her, too. <laughs> right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Bobby Godfrey. That's our Friday Five for this week. All right. Well, listen, you two, we got to get out of here. Mark, thank you so much for popping on. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Newbie, and we're so glad you hey, took the time. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Anytime. It was a pleasure. Yeah. We'll have to have, we'll have to bring you back on sometime. This yeah. has been a lot of fun. I would enjoy that. All right, Roxy. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. That's all you have to do. That's it. It's all there. Everything's there. That's all she wrote. Once again, thank you, Wes Blackburn, for coming on to Meet the Littles today. And thank you, Bonnie Burko, Frank Lynch, and Nick Milkey for our bumpers this episode. And don't forget, if you need fog-free eyewear, just run on over to fogfreeeyewear.com. And if you need a new grip for your stick... I love making you say that. (laughs) Just go to stickgrip.com. But the most important part is people, people, people. Don't forget to use... The... Code. Bye. Wow, I have made an enormous mistake with my life.
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Everyone knows that. (laughs) Well, Chuck here didn't for a long time. Oh, yeah.